The Conspiracy Podcast contains strong language, sexual situations, adult themes, and violence. Basically all the good stuff. Thanks for listening. This up during Julian's live video message Tuesday morning. Check this out: the green screen with blurb in during his video. You can see this red, this alien reptilian figure take over him. There's also another figure standing behind him to the left. So kind of watch and see the alien reptilian comes through. Is he shape shifting? Then look at this being over here to his left. Kind of sitting there, looks like a, a great alien. You can watch it again. Maybe I'm just seeing things, I don't know. That's what I see when I look at it. Let's see other possible being to his left, behind him, standing behind him. Maybe that's why he chickened out Tuesday morning. Got aliens around him. Welcome back to Conspiracy, the podcast where we talk about weird cults that develop online and, you know, murder, sex, drugs, <laughs> rock and roll, <laughs> all the good stuff. <laughs> if you've forgotten who I am, I'm Katie. I'm the sexy one. Sorry. No, you are the sexy that one. Was from, that's from the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. I didn't do it right. I'm the sexy <laughs> I really one of the family. family. That's that's how I, you do it. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Go watch it. Okay. Hi, I'm Renee. I'm uh, the smart one. And I'm yes. Liz, obviously the funny one. <laughs> uh, no, you're see, I I even felt bad saying I'm the smart one because I'm like, I'm not we're all smart. So obviously we are social distancing again. Which is fine. Is it fine? I mean, like, I miss everybody. I'm just still, like, terrified of doing anything until there's a vaccine. I understand it's necessary. I'm happy that we're all safe and taking the necessary precautions. I just miss looking into your guys' eyes while I make you uncomfortable. (laughs) Yes. I, yeah, you know, I would like to never have to look at Katie ever again while she discusses uh, peanut butter. Oh, true. You don't want to talk about peanut butter again? No, you know what? I'm good. I'm really good. I'm going to go get a, a peanut butter for my banana. I'm about to shove all in my mouth. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Katie, this is not your OnlyFans. Wrong podcast. Oh, shit. Sorry. Do I, did I record anything yet? Not yet. Still building up to that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, these women are making, like, bank. Just, you know, just be careful. Make your money. Don't let it make you. Uh, so what have you? Okay, so Katie, you went to like some weird uh, driving <laughs> safari today. Yeah, we went to the wild animal safari, and that shit was crazy. Like I knew animals were just going to come and like shove their faces into my car, but I was not expecting those long ass fucking tongues, and like these things were just like, I mean, wide mouthing into my car and drooling everywhere. And then they give you a warning beforehand saying, 
don't feed the zebras or the camels or this one or this one or this one because they like to bite. It's not aggressive. They just do it because it's their nature. And I'm like, okay. Oh, God. That is a little creepy. That was fun. um, I've never been to one. I want to go really bad. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever been. No, there's like a drive-through kind of sort of one at Disney World that I used to do all the time that I loved. Um, But nothing like where they come into your vehicle. Oh, okay. But it's pretty cool. Yeah. The videos Katie's net were graphic and also really cool. So. I mean, did you see those things? Oh, and then, so they had a little petting zoo area. <laughs> and we're standing by the goats, and it's turned around, and I look over at and he's, he's holding the back of his head, and I look at the goat. The goat took a chunk of his hair out. <gasps> what? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> he was so offended, but there was another family that was like a few feet away from us. So he didn't want to cry, but I was like, I looked down at him and he had tears in his eyes. And he was just like, I was like, Are you okay? And he shook his head no. And I picked him up and I was just like, Oh, you poor baby. Oh, That's his Oh, poor thing. <laughs> poor little nugget. Oh, God. That poor baby. Yeah. <laughs> it was rough. This one time at a petting zoo when I was like 12, this goat uh-huh. bit my nipple. <gasps> Are you serious? Damn, Liz. Mm-hmm. It was like right when I was like needing to start wearing a bra, you know? Uh-huh. And then I wasn't yet. And well, okay. not needing to. Ladies, if you don't want to wear one, don't wear one. You know what I mean? But when I was younger, I definitely like was about to need one and I was probably cold or something and he just like walked right up to me and bit it (gasps) oh my god that's crazy it was disgusting and I don't like petting zoos because of it I can't blame you for that one (laughs) (laughs) I was statutory raped by a goat so there's that that's the most Indiana thing I've ever said (laughs) it's so good to have the gang all back together again I miss you guys I miss you guys, too. But you guys know what I've been fucking up to. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fun employment. Woo-hoo! Yes. What have you been so doing? Been, oh, I've been watching a lot of uh, movies on Shudder. So I've been watching a lot of scary movies. I uh, <laughs> uh, This is almost, like, embarrassing to say as a woman who is almost 35, but I binged avatar the last airbender on netflix in um, oh, two weeks I did too. okay yep. well see the thing is i did not watch it when it first came out because i was oh. 20 <laughs> i was 20 years old when it first came out so i was not watching nickelodeon at the time but uh i've just uh i've had a bunch of people recommend it to me and it was on Netflix and I was like, well, what else am I going to do with my life? I binged it in two weeks. You know, Zuko is my child now, mm-hmm. so I will fight anybody who tries to hurt him, you know, etc. <laughs> I feel like I knew you were going to say that exact sentence. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
So that that's how I've been spending my time. And also it's been nice because um, a friend of mine named Stuart was really cool. He has his own company producing and editing podcasts. And so he was really cool to give me some freelance work helping him out. He's really okay. cool. I, I adore him. Shout out to Stuart. The, uh, he, Stuart is a real one. If you like sports, you can listen to his um, Obscure Ball podcast. And if you have a podcast and you would like someone to produce it and edit it for you, smallleaguestew.com. Any hoozies, what are you guys drinking? Oh, I'm just drinking some plain water. <laughs> Nothing fancy. <laughs> I'm having a water bottle. Sorry, Ocean. Um, <laughs> I'm also having... A strawberry and pineapple and kiwi smoothie bowl with dragon fruit on top. So it's really good. Oh, that sounds really good. Nice. Mm-hmm. What about you? And there's seven beverages. <laughs> <laughs> I have coffee. I have some lavender and vanilla black tea that I made. I've got some water and whiskey lemonade extensive as usual <laughs> and it's it's lemonade that i made actually i'm sorry it's not just whiskey lemonade it's whiskey with a uh ginger basil lemonade Ooh. i know just Real you know fancy. it's really good we used basil from our garden oh, wow. you made that shit fresh mm-hmm. so are you guys ready to get started with our person well yes. our well persons yeah should we tell the people what they want to hear <laughs> uh if you love cults and reptilians and youtube videos then wow do we have the um the episode for you <laughs> that list could have gone on forever mm-hmm. if you love new world order if you love doomsday if you love celebrities who are also lizards <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's come on, Earthers. I know y'all are out there. Yeah, no, this one is a whole ball of it's a whole ball of fun, if you will. So, I think the best place to start, especially when you're talking about reptilians and the New World Order and celebrities who want all of us dead, is to talk about organ energy, which is what the reptilians are after, among other things. Real quick. They yes. make those things that you can get at, like, this shot, like, at Crystal Blue and Little Five Points that you can purchase that is, like, the organ energy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because Sean gave his mom one. I think we have a tr- one. We have, like, a triangle one. So, come on, oh, reptilians. Yeah. Come for me. They can't. They can't. Oh, shit. Well, then, that's so, fine. That's fine. Stay away, demons. All right. So... Organ energy was discovered, put that in quotation marks, by a guy named Willem Reich, who was an Austrian scientist who was in Vienna to study medicine. And it was there that he met and befriended Sigmund Freud. So how they Mm -hmm. kind of became friends is they were both preoccupied with questions of sexuality and its relationship to physical and mental health. And like, I was very excited to talk about this with you, Katie, because I thought you would be very interested in it. But he was obsessed with Freud's early concept of libido and how it expresses itself through neuroses. And he was convinced that sexual activity and its repression had critical links to psychological health. And his 
basic point of therapy, like the main activity, was getting patients to shamelessly experience gratifying orgasms. I mean, I do that oh. every day. Well, there, there you go. I'm an expert. <laughs> I mean, I've learned. You would have been like his star patient, Katie. <laughs> She's been like, am I enlightened, Jed? <laughs> enlighten my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so... As part of his research with the libido and sexual energy, he worked mostly in lab science because he was searching for evidence of a measurable libidinous energy. So he basically took Freud's concept of the libido. And whereas Freud was mostly focused on the mental aspect and the psychological aspect, as it were, he was looking for like physical evidence like a real way to say this is what it looks like this is how you achieve it and his main tool was his microscope which is also penis shaped um (laughs) just kidding everything is so he used his dick scope to find evidence of a libido in the smallest living things and while he was doing this he noted a similarity between the convulsions experienced in the human orgasm and the internal movements of microorganisms And then his main experiments were what he called bion experiments because he believed bacteria and amoeba-like organisms arose spontaneously in sterile dirt and coal if they were soaked in water for a sufficient amount of time. And on one of occasions... Sorry. On one occasion, one of his assistants accidentally prepared a sample with sterilized ocean sand instead of sterilized dirt. And under the microscope, the samples seemed to show an intense blue glimmer. And after he looked at this sample, he noticed all sorts of other effects in the room where the experiment was taking place. And he described these as blue or glowing. And then he gave the sample to a radium physicist who reported he could detect no radiation being given off by the sample. So Wright concluded he was seeing an entirely new, previously undiscovered form of radiation, which he called organ radiation. He claimed in this to have witnessed the microscopic origins of life itself. And this wasn't like necessarily a unique concept. Like most traditional cultures have a common belief in an invisible life energy, which animates the material world. Um, It's called chi in Chinese, prana in Hindu, mana by the Polynesians, odic force in Europe, and tons of other names across the planet. I use, you talk about prana in yoga. Oh, yeah. Uh, Because it's like a shake. It's like a tremble. Like Mm -hmm. your yoga teacher tells you to embrace the prana, like let the prana come to you. Like, yeah, this is basically just like a very similar concept. Right. He just took what was a religious thing and turned it into a scientific thing. In Reich's view, the key to physical and mental health was achieving and maintaining a balance of organ energy. So he applied uh, his earlier Freudian focus on psychological disorders to this new concept. For instance, he postulated that when energy is blocked by traumatic memories and then stored in the tissues of the body, this causes muscular tension. He termed this accumulation and blockage armoring, 
with a U because he was fucking European. The stagnant energy becomes deadly organ energy, also referred to as DOR for some reason instead of DOE. He referred to it as DOR. Dr. Reich believed deadly organ energy was largely responsible for environmental decay, psychological and mental disturbances in all life forms, and the body's physical degeneration. Reich largely self-published his works, as you can imagine, including such memorable titles as Listen, Little Man, which coincidentally is the name of one of my favorite Futurehead songs, which is named after one of Reich's book. But the song has nothing to do with organ energy in any way, so I don't know why they called it that. This particular work was a response to the neurotic, sexually sick little men who had attacked Reich's amazing work. Uh, His style was mostly humorless, which is kind of sad considering what he was talking about, and it followed the traditional egomaniacal trend of geniuses angered by the failure of the world to realize their genius. For example, here is a sample from that book. Whatever you have done to me or will do to me in the future, whether you glorify me as a genius or put me in a mental institution, whether you adore me as your savior or hang me as a spy, sooner or later necessity will force you to comprehend that I have discovered the laws of the living. I have disclosed to you the infinitely vast field of the living in you of your cosmic nature. This is my great reward. Woo! Yeah, definitely some megalomania there like incubus megalomania yes i'm just kidding (laughs) i actually was on a weird binge with that song a couple weeks ago where i just like listened to it over and over again and i was like oh man i know this was written about george bush but damn like that's the funniest you've ever said is that you're on a kick of that (laughs) (laughs) i was like just really on a kick with like incubus Okay, no. like that song came out. <laughs> Megalomaniac is a good song. How long ago did that song come out? George W. Bush was president. I know. So it was like, what, 2005 maybe? 2006? I, I remember yeah. when it came out. I, I know where I was when it came out because I used to watch the Were music. Were you both in time. Seattle standing in the rain? <laughs> no, I was watching the trippy-ass music video that they had for it. Yeah. That I had was... all the... the Fucking crazy people in it. I was eighteen, and I had wow. just voted for. That's I do I'm remember. I was eighteen. Dead. I was eighteen. Had I voted for George W. Bush yet? I think I was about to vote for George W. Bush. You Not my proudest. Vote for George Bush. I did when I was nineteen. Oh my! It's not my proudest moment. I've have gotten better. Fooled man can't be get fooled again. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> I uh, that uh, any. Anyways, anyways, (laughs) after that ridiculous tangent. Uh, Anyways, I don't even know where I was. Oh, yeah, okay. So, late in his life, Reich further combined organ energy with psychoanalytical therapy into a general theory he called organ therapy. And there are two main subdivisions of organ therapy, which is physical organ therapy and psychiatric organ therapy. And of course, it was not uncommon for Reich to use both types of therapy on the same individual. 
Physical organ therapy involved the use of devices that Reich believed manipulated organ energy directly. He believed organic substances attracted organ energy and metallic substances attracted, but then immediately re-radiated organ energy. So he reasoned by building boxes with organic substances lining the outside and metallic substances lining the inside, he ought to be able to accumulate organ energy inside the box. Reich and his followers built many of these organ accumulator boxes and had patients sit naked inside of them for 10 to 20 minutes at a time. And they believed this physical organ therapy could cure everything from impotence to cancer. And you can actually see some of these boxes online. And I think there are people who still use them. Um, I'm not sure. But this is also like the whole organic substances attracting it is where you see like the triangles, like what you were talking about, Katie, Mm -hmm. where you can buy those to attract organ energy to your body to make yourself stronger. I'm attracting that energy every night. I shove it up in there. Katie, it's not a jade egg. (laughs) Ridiculous. What the hell? It's just in a mom. Katie. Someone's got to, you nasty. Catherine Ann. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You nasty. But we love you. Psychiatric organ therapy was developed by Reich in the early to mid-1930s and consisted of character analysis techniques used in combination with more direct physical techniques that Reich called vegetotherapy after the vegetative nervous system. So vegetotherapy included physical movement exercises and lots of deep breathing, which were often centered around a rather painful process called attacking the muscular armor, which resembles a later technique called rolfing, which God, I looked rolfing? at something. How do you spell that? R-O-L-F-I-N-G. So it's it's named after the person who invented it, but I cannot for the life of me remember what their name is. I looked it up. I just didn't put it in my notes. But it's it's a deep tissue massage. I was thinking of rolling on floor laughing. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that is another way to attack your muscular armor. <laughs> you just roll all the kinks out. <laughs> So the way he would do this is he would remove the muscular armor by pressing on them directly with his fingers in a way most likely to elicit a strong emotional response from his patient. Since these attacks were often quite painful, emotional responses in the form of anger or even crying were very common. And Reich interpreted these emotions as proof that his attacks on the muscles were releasing pent up emotions and thus that his therapy worked. I mean, the concept itself is interesting, but you can honestly see where his ego falls into it, which is funny that he was so obsessed with Freud, with Freud's obsession with the ego. Right. Anyway, so more connected to what we're going to talk about more today, let's hear what Mrs. Sherry Schreiner herself says. And this is all verbatim from her essay, Why Do We Need Orgon? And if you're interested, you can read this essay. I'm, I don't think I have all of it, but you can read it in its entirety on her website, which still exists and is a blast from 2003. Yes, I can't wait. Today, we are under attack by things the apostles could have never been able to describe, such as satellite weapons, harp weather weapons, 
chemtrails, chip implantation, vaccinations, and flu shots that carry cancers and diseases to harm mankind. In parentheses, not help. <laughs> Elf. <laughs> Sorry, I just find the way she writes so funny. Elf weapons, which I don't know what those are. R&M weapons, microwave weapons. It never ends. When I asked the Lord how to stop these tech-based weapons from being used against us, he led me to Oregon. Oregon is a crystal-based defense weapon using piezoelectric energy that produces an ancient energy we know as ether energy. Ether energy is a positive life and healing energy. It is also known as, in some forms as chi energy, and the Bible codes describe it as Yah's breath. It is seen as a blue aura around the earth. We have found that with Oregon, we can repel negative and evil energies and evil beings. Aliens and demons don't like being around it. Humans who are possessed by aliens and demons don't like being around it either. It burns them, <laughs> asphyxiates them, and some even break out in rashes and boils being around it. It doesn't affect normal humans. For normal humans, it's a healing life energy. The so same like, energy... Hmm? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, no you're, you're like, fine. But like, this is reminding me. It's like this woman watched Gremlins and just went with it and said, I'm going to mm -hmm. make a bunch of people think that if this, 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 and this happens... These people are repti reptilians, but really what she's really talking about is the premise of gremlins. Yes. She's like, if you see a chemtrail after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch just watched gremlins. She's like, do as fuck. <laughs> she made a mess of people fucking follow her online. Okay. I mm -hmm. see you. <laughs> oh, I love gremlins. Okay. <laughs> All right, trust me. It it goes on. Uh Oregon can stop chemtrails, elf and RM and microwave weapons. It can end night terrors by keeping aliens and demons out of your house and bedroom at night. It's a constant source of positive energy. You can fight with spiritual warfare prayers, but you have to be constantly praying and on alert. And by the time you're praying, you're already under attack. Uh, same with anointing your home with holy oil. It wears off after a week or two and you have to keep anointing your home. With Oregon, it works every second of every day and never wears off. It's a constant emitter of ether energy of Yah's breath. Evil people and beings hate it and are trying to find ways to combat the Oregon energy we produce. Satan is constantly raising up people to hate and try and discredit it because he wants it banned from the earth. Our Oregon crashes their UFOs, burns aliens, keeps demons away, and has 101 other uses that benefit mankind. Satan wants to destroy, hurt, and kill mankind. Ooh, hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that works against alien, demonic, zombie, vampire beings. Now, that is all hyphenated. So I don't know if it's like specifically beings <laughs> who are alien, demonic, zombie, vampires, or if she just meant all four. The dead hate it. The aliens hate it. Politicians who have been soul scalped by reptilians hate it. Obama hates the White House. Michelle sleeps in hotels around D.C. The White House senior staff meets in air-sealed rooms under the Capitol. Why? Because they hate the Oregon air in D.C. 
Notice the ever-increase of UFOs in our skies at night? Saturate your yard, neighborhood, and towns with it and watch the UFOs begin to flee from your area if it doesn't cause them to crash first. The medium proclaims meteors are crashing from the skies when it's UFOs. We can destroy these wicked fallen angels we call aliens. We can defeat them from abducting, kidnapping, and harming us humans on Earth. We are the resistance. We don't have to take Satan's constant attacks against us. We can fight back in the name of Yahushua, which I think is yeah, I think is God, and the organ he's given us to use. So that is organ energy. Okay, and- wait. You said that yes. was from 2003? Oh, I don't know if it's specifically from 2003. Okay. I just mean, if you look at the website, it's like, okay. it's it looks like a website from 2003. I was about to say, she was talking about Michelle and Barack Obama. Which, oh, no. I was going to say, weird. Fuck <laughs> off. Michelle and Barack ain't no reptilians. Leave, no. leave Daddy Barack alone, okay? If anybody is is a reptilian, it's not Barack and Michelle. Yeah, he looks great. Come back, like, come back. <laughs> it's like the ship in Titanic just left us <laughs> when the world when the world needed him most. God damn it! Shut up, Renee. Just because you watched Avatar for the first time, <laughs> I know it's really like. It's a good show. I haven't watched Legend of Korra yet. I'm excited about it because there's lesbians. Oh, it's lesbians. so good. You gotta. I still feel like Aang should have killed Ozai. Spoiler alert. I agree with Kiyoshi there. With, uh, with no justice, there's no peace. So anyways, talking. speaking of Sherry Shriner, what a fantastically opinionated lady she is. Sherry, Sherry, <laughs> Sherry. Liz, do you, Liz, oh, do you have God. any more information about this lady? Please, I tell have- me more. You know what? I have too much information about this lady, to be quite honest with you. Okay. All right. So, the lady which uh, we are discussing today, as you know, is Sherry Schreiner, which, by the way, just sounds like the world's scariest cult leader. (laughs) Yes. It really does. So, she's a fellow Midwesterner, like me and Renee. She was born in 1975 in Ohio. And she was born and raised severely Christian. Shelter to the max, went to Christian school, elementary through college. In her first book she wrote, Bible Codes Revealed, she said that she was reborn by five and a prophet by twelve. So after high school, she went to Liberty Baptist, which I don't know if you guys know what that is. It's like a really, really, really popular Christian college in... um, Virginia? Question mark. Pennsylvania. One of those two. I, yeah, I unfortunately know what Liberty Baptist is. Yeah, same. So. I had a lot of friends that went there from my private school. Hold on, you mm-hmm. said she was reborn. She was reborn by five, like reborn in Christ. That was a fucking reptilian alien that was reborn into her. Yeah, I'm saying your egg was born at five. No, but she's talking about like the typical Christian thing. How you say you're like. Uh, your rebirth you know mm. like when you're washed in the blood i know that's when the re- that's when the aliens that's when the aliens got her <laughs> that's, when the aliens got that's what i'm saying she is the head of all the aliens you know like in uh men in black when they open up that face and it's that tiny alien sitting there that's, that's yes. cheery that's her <laughs> <laughs> i feel like she when she died she turned into mark zuckerberg <gasps> I oh think, I think right. she didn't because she was born in 1975 no i know but zuck wasn't zucky boy until like a few years ago 
Like he wasn't oh, shit. so You're lizard talking about like alien. So she went from him to or from from Sherry to Mark. Mm-hmm. From Shriner to Zuck, calling it now the social network, the lizard network. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes. anywho, she went to Liberty University and acquired her first job as a campus news director her freshman year. Uh, and she was a political news correspondent for her local news station. So pretty much immediately she got into media. So you can thank them for all of her training and knowledge and how to get her stuff everywhere. Good Lord. Well, thanks. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> After that freshman year of college, she transferred to Kent University in Ohio. And that's a public university. So I feel like, like most people, like the Amish, you know, when they go off to Rum Springer, I feel like. Kent was her rumspringer. Rumspringer! Because <laughs> okay. she's able to like actually learn more than one worldview for the first time in her life. We're not really sure what happened in Ohio, um, but we do know that her studies were derailed and she didn't graduate until 1991 at age 25. There's like nothing on her. Like she was married with kids at one point, and you have no like I have no idea who they are. Oh wow, that's insane! Or like how old she was, how old they were, what his name was, like what year they were married. They're probably not a part of her life. Yeah, there's like no info on that. Her husband was like, "Hell no!" What are you talking about? Excuse he's probably me? In he's like taking the kids. Mother. He's like, "I'm taking these kids with me, and <laughs> you, you can run ahead, Sherry." What's that She's movie like, no, with Brendan Fraser where he's in a bunker? Blast from the past. Yeah, that's that's I love that movie. They're down there Suck. because they're terrified of her. Christoph Waltz. Yeah, I mean, no, not Christoph Waltz. Christopher Walken. Wow, I just got what's his face from Inglorious Bastards and Christopher Walken confused. That's because Christoph Waltz is like part of my spank bank, my spank bank. And have you seen? Have you seen young Christoph Waltz? That's Fuck so yes, true. I have. Fuck yes, I have. Katie. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that, oof. Katie's now, like, I, I gotta watch not, Django. Yeah, he was not ugly in Django. Well, I'll give you that. Water for elephants? Water he was for in Water Katie for elephants? elephants? Water for my elephant. Come put that trunk inside of my water hole. PETA is going to come after us. I'm sorry, PETA. I'm a vegetarian. Sometimes I'm vegan. Please don't. <laughs> Ew. Okay, I'm going to get back to uh, Sherry here because I don't know who you are anymore. She actually graduated with three degrees. So that was pretty impressive. Um, she political science, theology, and they don't say what the other one is, so I'm really not sure. Um, but she graduated, and with her impressive resume, she moved to D.C. and hopes to work for the Washington branch of CNN, and she was turned down seven times. Because she's crazy. Yeah, well, they kept saying that she had no experience, and her argument, which is much like most millennial arguments, is like, um, how do I get experience if I don't have right. experience? <laughs> so She is not wrong. Um, she returned back to Ohio one year later, lost and defeated. So she does what everyone does when they feel lost and defeated. She gets married and she has a kid. Bad move. 
<laughs> and uh, she decided to turn back to religion because her night terrors were so bad that she thought that she was possessed. Oh. She decides to dig deeper into Christianity and embark uh, on an intense research for five years on spiritual warfare. She decided in these studies that Western religion's depiction of Jesus wasn't Jesus at all. Rather, the son of Satan. Oh. I was I was with her. I was with her for a second. I was like, hell yeah, no, Christian Jesus isn't really and then Jesus. She goes no. so far off the path. She's like, like wait, what? She's like, you had me in the first half. Yeah. Yes, it's like when, it's like when you hear somebody say something when they're like, "Oh yeah, no, like I don't, I I don't think the government has our best interest at heart." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's pretty good." And they're like, "Because they're all secretly alien reptilians trying to slurp our life force out." And I'm like, oh, "Where's the door?" Right, like, <laughs> yikes. Uh, so, in her self-published article entitled "What I Believe." which is just so specific. Sherry explains that while there was a son of God that was executed, it was not Jesus because that name was a mistranslation from the King James Version when it came from Hebrew. So her thought is that it is Satan's son and he, Satan is like deceiving everyone into believing in Jesus, but really they all believe in Satan. Satan. Okay. So everyone that's a Christian is really a Satanist, according to Sherry. <gasps> what? Girl, I, I love wish. that. She's <laughs> like, Come on, Christian. Come on. It's fine. <laughs> Satanist yeah. like me. Tell us the truth. Get out of here. Okay. So. <laughs> Her belief was that her night terrors were a sign that Satan was coming for her and that God chose her to be his warrior, his one and only warrior, by the way. After that, she um, began to delve deeper into her research, investigating relationships between religion and government, UFOs, and churches that were in deep state operations. (laughs) (laughs) I keep waiting for Renee to just combust into giggles, and here it is. It gets worse. In 2001, she purchased a Bible coding program to translate it from Hebrew, and then she somehow came up with an entire new Bible. Oh, wow. After this research was concluded, she was a self-proclaimed King David's granddaughter. Uh, What? What? Wait. Somehow she went from God's only warrior to King Mm -hmm. David's granddaughter. Um, so you can see her mental state is declining. Lo- I I love that for her. Yeah. Not a declining oh. mental state, but, you know. <laughs> it gets worse or better, <laughs> however you kind of, you know, view this. After that, her ideals were that UFOs, aliens, paranormal activity, etc. Um, were just aliens creating the biggest deception of all time. So she went from Satan to alien. Yeah, it's a natural it's a natural move. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like She's like nobody's going to listen to me talk about this shit, so Right. Up, it's like when you get your hair trimmed and nobody notices, so then you cut it all off and dye it blue. <laughs> <laughs> are, are we speaking from personal experience, Liz? What? Me? No. <laughs> I've never dyed my hair blue. <laughs> Katie, isn't your hair blue right now? 
it is. How'd you know? Um, because I follow the bus Instagram. Oh, that's right. Okay, that freaked me out for a minute. I was about to say, bitch, what? I'll see you through your uh, always, I'm always watching. Yeah, I was in the middle of the song. <clears throat> Liz and I do our creepy drive-by every single day. So. Oh, yeah. We see the lights in the middle of the night. It's cool. <laughs> now, who's coming down the cul-de-sac at 2 a.m.? It's just Do you hear the night. ladder banging onto your house and you hear us scaling up there <laughs> giggling? And then do you hear, or taking photos of you guys? Hey, let me use the binoculars. Is this also? Is this always around 3 a.m.? Because I pee between 3 and 4 a.m. No, I know like, that about you. I was there. So it's usually like, you're like oh, shit, here it comes. Yes, yep. it's blue. Anywho, <laughs> um, so we wrapped all of this up into aliens and their biggest deception of all time. So aliens were uh, subterranean, not outer space creatures like we know. And they hmm. all live in secret bunkers waiting for their signal from the president to bring about the end of days. Can I can we just like go to the underground bunker? I kind of want to go. Yeah, can I just hang out with you guys? Like, I don't need the end of days. Like, I just want to know what podcast you listen to. <laughs> Do you like Joe I, Rogan? Do you like oh, Call Her Daddy? Do you like Conspiracy? I need to know. What are we listening to? What's the hot goss? They only listen to This American Life. Ew. <laughs> I don't want them. <laughs> I feel like I know people who only listen to This American Life and they all have pencil mustaches and drink drip coffee only. I like this. I mean, I like This American Life, but it's not the only one I listen to. Yeah, well, you also drink drip coffee and have a pencil mustache. <laughs> it's because I love John Waters. <laughs> it is enough. Well. Um, so apparently, according to the Gospel of Sherry, I made that up. That's not a real book, but she thinks it is. <laughs> according to the Gospel of Sherry, aliens were always involved with the government and actually started the government. I believe it. Well, they did a shit job. Could have started a much better one. Yeah, honestly, like if you think your planet is so much better than ours, you could have at least given us a multi-party system. Other countries get one. Why don't we? I'm saying, where's my health care, Gazorpazorp, you bastard? Mm-hmm. God, where is the complaint box? Where are my social safety nets? I have concerns. Anywho, back to aliens. So, oh, yeah, sorry. In the early 2000s, Sherry decided that everyone needed to know this information. Clearly. So she created her own radio show to tell everyone on her research and findings. And then she posted it online. (laughs) Um, So the creation of the internet gave her this audience. A little thing called YouTube came around. Her channel was born. I thought you were about to say her channel was boring. (laughs) It's boring. I watched like seven of the videos and I like got so creeped out. I like I don't believe in any of the things that she was saying, but she believes herself so hard that I thought it was like the news. So um, by 2005, she had purchased 12 domains. Oh, wow. 12. I want that money. (laughs) Well, in 2005, it was probably like dirt cheap. That's true. So she had a bi-weekly radio show, a blog, and then in 2009, with the creation of YouTube, pretty much, she posted her first video. She's Woody Harrelson in 2012. 
at Yosemite. Isn't that where he was? I don't know what any of that means. <gasps> yeah, what are you saying? When I hear Woody Harrelson, I think of, uh, gosh, what's that movie that I like? Zombieland? Zombieland? I mean, yeah, but I'm not that basic. Um, <gasps> the really toxic one yeah. where they murder people. Oh. oh, Natural Born Killers. Yes, that's the one. I'm talking about the movie 2012 with uh, John Cusack in it and Woody Harrelson. I haven't seen it because man. John Cusack makes me want to vomit. Oh my god. <gasps> whoa, whoa, whoa. Your whole mouth. Don't you love his sister, though? Joan I... and Shameless? Hell yeah. Fuck and yes. I, Princess. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No. The movie from like 2009 with Michelle Trachtenberg in it. Oh my fucking god. You were taking it way back. (laughs) That was my movie when she like wants to become an ice skater and Joan Cusack is like, but what if you fail? (laughs) It's so good. In 2009, like I said, she posted her first YouTube video. Let's reel it back in, kids. She had 250 videos with 21,000 subscribers. Damn. Now, by the way, she has 24.4 thousand subscribers, even in death. Holy shit. On her website and her YouTube page, she refers to herself as servant, prophet, ambassador, messenger, and daughter of the Most High God. She's so creepy. You can tell she really doesn't think that much of herself. Oh, no, not at all. (laughs) Um, So her main focal point, as I discussed was that Satan had tricked the world into believing that he was Jesus. So therefore, 99.5, that 0.5 is very important, of Christian teachings are not true because they were tricked. What? And then she got bigoted. Oh, Lord. She believes, slash believed, slash believed in death, that several minority groups were the main reason why Satan's message was being shared. Queer, trans, and Jews were Satan's prophets. Who? Queer people, trans people, and Jewish people. What the fuck? That's it. No one else. <laughs> like, what? Why is somebody going to attack the Jews? I'm we so confused. I mean, we know Jews run and everything, but why do we always have to throw them under the bus with everybody? It's like a list can just go on and on and on, and then at the very end, someone's like, don't forget the Jews. No. <laughs> <laughs> just, they went through fucking hell. <laughs> like, what? Can right. we, yeah, can when do, when do we get to give the Jewish people a break? That's what I want to know. Somebody <laughs> give the Jewish people a break. What if they what if they ever done but try to live their fucking lives and we're just like, you know whose fault this is? The Jews. Clearly, clearly the Jewish people. If you wouldn't like, have made Fiddler on the Roof, none of this would have happened. <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Listen, you're talking <laughs> to someone who was Golda twice. In, in musical theater. <laughs> once when I was a sophomore and once when I was a freshman in college. So you're welcome. That's amazing. I she's bet you still, were fantastic. I really was a great Golda. She's one of the best characters I feel like I've ever played. Besides the baker's wife in Into the Woods. But oh. I'm into it. That is really um, cool. And that's what you missed on Glee. Okay, anyways. So, yeah, so she gets really cringy and bigoted. And I feel like once people started to call her out on it, she stopped mentioning it because I genuinely never heard her mention queer, trans, or Jewish people on her YouTube channel. But I was watching videos that were like two years old and like four years old. 
So I feel like when she first started, people were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then she like chilled out. Her and her followers um, believe that an all-powerful reptilian alien group lived among us and that she, God's chosen one, was the only one who could see them or save them. Like, where do you get that? Where do you get that you're the only person who's ever been born that can see a whole race of people? Like, how did we yeah, get that's there? weird. So Sherry believed that humans have two parts. The shell, which is the body, and the soul. And each human is made of both, and we are all susceptible to the alien lizard tricks. Uh, so when an alien wants to take over a human, it engages in a process called soul scalping. And their insane desire for our bodies makes them suck our souls out of our bodies and put it in a container so that they can take over any shell they want to, which is called walking in. So apparently, after humans die, it's even easier for them to do this. So my thing is, like, her statistic is that one in four humans are actually reptilian. So reptilians, according to Sherry, are the most threatening species by far. But there's apparently another alien species, vampires. <laughs> she believed that they were once the chosen ones, but after they tasted human blood, they were sentenced to a lifetime of blood sucking. But guess what? There is good news. Spotting an alien shapeshifter is easier than you think. Anyone you see around you that faints or have, has uh, facial bruising or slanted eyes, they're all reptiles. She accuses a lot of celebrities of this. Uh, her most famous reptilian celebrities are Justin Bieber, Madonna, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II, which I would believe, uh, the Pope, and the CEO of Vampire Alien Celebrities, Taylor Swift. Huh. <laughs> I would never... She has never guess. a three-hour episode on everything that Taylor Swift has ever done, said, or made... That is vampirical. God damn. So Taylor Swift is their queen. And you know we are Taylor just their sucky guy. If Taylor Swift ever came out and said this was true, she would still have a shit ton of fans and everybody would still love her. Yeah, <laughs> it would be like Team Edward and Team Jacob all over again. Yep. Mm. Everyone it's, would go around biting each other. She'd make a song about it. She would be like, oh, Edward. Why'd you have to leave me for that human bitch? <laughs> wow, that was uh, ugly. Okay, so she once posted, this might be the best tidbit I'm going to say the whole time. So if you've dozed off or you're driving and you're not paying attention, <laughs> buckle up because this is the best. She once posted a YouTube transcripted video of a conversation that she had with Lucifer and Lilith. <laughs> They told her, <laughs> I'm so excited. They told her that they live in a castle hidden away in France. Uh, so during the conversation, she said, It must be very exhausting for you that I'm always kicking your butt. Well, then. she's feisty. And she mm -hmm. made sure to let them know that she is, in fact, God's chosen warrior still. Uh, also, I'm just listing all the things that she believes and has said on her radio show and okay. or YouTube channel. So I'm just going to keep going through them. Three years ago, she let everyone know that aliens live in deep underground military bases. Dumbs. D-U-M's. Dumbs. 
<laughs> According to Sherry, President Eisenhower is the one that made a deal with them in exchange for technological advances that would help humankind. She claims that Eisenhower is mankind's biggest and most dangerous threat in all of history. Yeah. She comes full circle, kids. Full circle. <laughs> she assured her followers that as long as they follow her and do as she says, the aliens and reptiles will not get them and they will be safe. That's where we get into the blasters. Uh, she calls them the keys. Hmm, and then weird. in case you guys forgot, those are made of copper wire, quartz, penny, resin, and aluminum. Welded into a cupcake shape or a hockey puck shape. I'm sorry, a cupcake shape? Yep, that's what she says. So while you could make them yourself, hers were the only ones that were guaranteed, of course. And she sold them on an Etsy shop, ranging from $6 to $790. God damn. Yeah. Um, when all of this information started coming out and the YouTube gained more traction, uh, her empire grew very quickly. She posted obsessively. She would record hours and hours and thousands and thousands of active data. So she was always doing something. Every single day, all day, she was sharing ominous posts and clickbait to her Facebook. She's really amping up for the end of the world because in 2014, she published a GoFundMe, which raised $150,000. God damn. Well, we do not know just how many subscribers, traders, watchers, etc. Like, if you combine them all, there's no numbers for that. We just know that um, she was listened to in over 160 countries. Oh, those wow. poor people. Yeah. That's crazy. 160. So, uh, unfortunately, she had a really bad heart, and uh, she suffered from several heart attacks, and she died two years ago in 2018 no 2019 i think maybe late 2018 so but there are still active facebook groups instagram pages and etsy shops that still go on in her name and that people still run for her so they spread the message and they sell the organ blasters and all that but the people who are posting on her behalf now remain anonymous a lot of people think that it's still her and she's still alive. Oh, like she faked her death. Yeah, people don't think that she, yeah, she's with Tupac. Yeah, and Elvis. Yeah, so that is your uh, rundown on Sherry Shriner. What a very interesting lady. So I was um, reading the bio on her radio show that is still up, um, and it has... 893,732 listeners on her most recent Holy one. fucking shit. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And the uh, description is blacklisted news, the news they don't tell you about, and the news behind the news. <laughs> Shut up. Say news one more time, Sherry, and I will punch your lights out. <laughs> Bible prophecy, Bible codes, and current events. Did our ancient biblical patriarchs warn us of coming UFO and alien invasions? Martial law? The New World Order? America? <laughs> and why is America the most dominant nation mentioned on the earth in the last days in the Bible, not being mentioned in the churches today? On this show, I deal with the New Age reptilian agenda taken over the earth I saw at least 50, not an exaggeration, at least 50 comments on her page saying that the CIA used a heart attack gun on her. And people are commenting on her YouTube like today, like an hour ago. 
Oh, God. So people are still like, we still believe in you, Sherry. Yeah, they stand Sherry. So. I can understand why somebody would, you know, kill themselves or kill each other over this lady. Yeah, which brings us to our next point, which it's a bizarre story, just as everything else we've talked about up until this point. On July 15th, 2017, 911 dispatchers were called to the home of 32-year-old Stephen Maneo and 42-year-old Barbara Ro- Rogers. The Pocono Mountain Regional Police responded to the call where they discovered a grisly scene with a very bizarre story tied to the crime. Because, yes, this story and how this all unfolded is like, what? <laughs> it's so stupid! <laughs> Sherry Schreiner, as Liz talked about, she was the leader of the of what was called the virtual virtual reptilian cult. She, like Liz said, managed to convince her followers that pretty much everyone that you see, whether it's a celebrity, a politician, even your fucking next door neighbor or the guy down the street, they were clones or some form of aroma robot. She convinced thousands of people. Like Liz said, she gave out all those numbers, all of the numbers of the people watching and commenting and following. Um, that reptilian aliens were taking over. And uh, she called people who were her devoted followers her ministry. So this fallout that happened between uh, Stephen Maneo and Barbara Rogers stemmed from Maneo started following her back in like 2004. And so he, you know, was part of her ministry or whatever. Hmm. And uh, so he would watch the videos and believe in everything that she was saying. It's believed that uh, Barbara Rogers joined the whole online community of the cults uh, with Maneo after they started dating for a while. I'm sure Rogers took interest since Maneo was into it all and like watching the videos and reading the blogs and all the stories and whatnot. But I believe that sometimes having someone else kind of like come behind you and be interested in something that you're interested in and then be like, hold up, this bitch sounds a little crazy, which I think is what happened in this case. (laughs) It's really unclear exactly how everything escalated. But to me, it seems like this girlfriend was just very concerned with something that her boyfriend was very into and I think woke him up to stop following the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you might be right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Rogers was ousted from the online cult, and Shriner was sure Maneo would come back. But what happened instead, Maneo created his own YouTube account and posted videos going against Shriner and her online cult. But these videos have since been deleted. Um, he called Shriner a fraud and said her followers were mentally sick. And Shriner did not particularly like that this happened. A few days before all of this happened, Rogers made a post on Facebook about about steak tartare and how much she really liked it. So, of course, in wacky Sherry Shriner's mind, what she said was, it means that she's into ingesting blood. Eating raw hamburger is a symbol that you are part of the vampire succubus societies. Rogers is a witch, and I can confirm that at this point, is what Sherry posted on her Facebook page. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Shriner ate a fucking steak. Right. So Shriner believed Rogers was changing Maneo and making him believe things she was not preaching. And according to others, Shriner did not approve of their relationship either. Um, in 2017, Maneo started to question Shriner's messages and teachings. And according to one of Maneo's friends, he was really starting to question Shriner's interest in Oregon energy. And if you forgot what that was, go on back. We'll be here waiting. Don't you worry. So it's not 
Nobody knows what the hell happened that night. Um, there are theories out there that Shriner and other members of the cult were consistently harassing Maneo, and he couldn't take it anymore. There are theories that Maneo actually started believing what Shriner and all the other followers were saying about Rogers were true, and he couldn't take that. But whatever happened, Rogers was caught with the gun in her hand, and nothing was going to be in her favor at that point. She, mm. you know, the police walked in, saw that her boyfriend had been shot point blank in the skull and she admitted to, to shooting him. Uh, but her story changed multiple times from her saying Maneo wanted to kill himself, but he couldn't do it. So he asked Rogers to pull the trigger. And then she changes that story a little bit sometimes to say that Maneo forced her to pull the trigger by holding her hand on the gun and forcing her. And then Maneo, some people believe that Maneo also thought that Sherry Schreiner was actually a reptilian pretending to be human. Which, Ooh. in turn, could have caused Maneo to have some crazy psychological problems with, like, I mean, if he followed the cult from 2004 to 2017, that's a long-ass time to believe in something. And then, so whatever happened, Rogers was taken into custody after she called 911 on herself and after police got there and they investigated the scene. Um, a little more than two years later, on June of 2019, Rogers was found guilty and sentenced to 15 to 40 years in prison. But she still maintains her innocence to this day. Because like I said, nobody knows what the fuck happened. Mm -hmm. So creepy. Like, the story is all fucking, and it's so random. Like, out of this fucking crazy-ass woman who creates <laughs> this online community, this, this murder takes place. One more of her, like, devout followers that died the year prior. Really? Oh, really? Or like two more years prior. Yeah, you want me to tell the kids? Yeah. You want, you oh, yeah. Tell the kids. The listeners tell the kids. Are the kids. <laughs> okay, so there was a woman named Kelly, and she was also raised super Christian, just like Sherry, um, actually Lutheran. So she was um, like same situation, Christian elementary, middle, high school, all that goodness. And when she was younger, she lived with her brother, and um, she worked in a rehab. When she was 22, she began to have a lot of questions about uh, her faith and all of that. So in 2010, she discovered Sherry and she heard that Sherry was looking for someone to transcribe her podcast entitled Aliens in the News. <laughs> so Sherry once described her as the perfect disciple. So deciding um, between going to school and working, she decided to work for Sherry and have that as her new religion. Pretty much immediately, her family and her friends were, like, commenting on, like, how withdrawn she was and how they never saw her anymore. And she, like, looked sick and all this stuff. And she was posting, like, her own blogs about Sherry's teaching and, like, just all this creepy, crazy stuff. Like, they were saying that she was, like, concerned like people were saying that they were concerned for her life because she was like saying weird, like suicidal things. And one day she left the house and she left a note on her pillow that said, I'm off to fulfill my destiny. And she drives her car to like a wilderness park and she takes 30 sleeping pills. It's a blanket out of her car and lays down in the snow. And hunters discovered her two days later. Oh, holy oh. shit. So her parents 
spoke out to like everyone they could saying like that Sherry was a monster and that she was scaring their little girl and like that she was just like trying to get money out of people by scaring them like etc and Sherry was like I barely even knew her she obviously wasn't a real follower it was just (gasps) inside oh my god yeah yes poor Kelly I know Kelly This just goes to show you that when you rely too heavily on religion and one religion alone as your end-all be-all, you get a little crazy. Exactly, which is why now is a good time for me to talk about my new cult that I'm starting. You can join our Patreon. (laughs) Yes. I'm just kidding, but if we had a cult, it would be really fun. Yeah, I feel like all three of us as teachers, it wouldn't be like Mm -hmm. that because we would all be teaching different subjects. Exactly. And Katie, Katie would just teach naked yoga. Yeah, yes, that's it. And like and like Kama Sutra. Oh, yes, I would. But it would be like a I'd be in behind a glass and people would be yes. watching me and Sean. I was in every, with it for myself until you said Sean. Everybody would be in their own little personal glass rooms and they'd be watching us and then they'd do it. Oh my god, everyone's in their own plexiglass cube, yes. and they just really? mimic what you guys do. And I have a microphone on, like I'm an 80s exercise person. It's like a clip mic. No, it's like a clip mic, like one of those shirt mics, but it's clipped to your pubes. <laughs> I'm like, all right, everybody, now all the ladies on your back and legs in the air. <laughs> and yeah, but you can't just do it for the straight, so you would have to say like all the bottoms. All the bottoms, spread your legs. There you oh, go. God. And we have entry. And Houston, we've got takeoff. <laughs> that sounds very heteronormative, Katie. Yeah, I was going there, but you know, it's fine. Jeez, okay. Katie. I don't care what you do. I don't just care how you do it. Just spread your damn no, just spread your damn legs and like, go to fucking town. I don't, like, care. I don't care what you're doing it with or who you're doing it with, but this is what you need to do. You just need to spread those cheeks or spread those legs or something and just go for it. <laughs> I don't even know what my class would be on. They're definitely like have... bowl. Yeah, maybe. I feel like I would have so many. I'd be like, and here's why Journey was the best 80s band. And then it would also be like, here's why iced coffee is inherently better than hot. Oh, see, uh, I love both of you. I actually prefer hot coffee, which I know is very not gay of me, but. I was going to say, are you even a lesbian? I feel like that's more of like a gay male thing is the iced coffee. I don't know. I, I like iced coffee. Kind of like an know. everyone thing, but you know. <laughs> I like an iced coffee. I mean, I love coffee in all of its forms. I'm just a hot coffee girl. All right, y'all. Well, I'll wrap it up. Follow us on them Instagrams at Conspiracy Podcast ATL. Talk conspiracies with us on Twitter at The Conspiracy. If you're still on Facebook for some reason, we also have a group there, Conspiracy Podcast. You can like us. It would be nice. We get new likes like weekly. It's very weird because I don't post anything there. I love it. Yes, please like us. We like you. If you uh, feel like it, please send us an email, conspiracypodcast at gmail.com. 
think that's right. Yeah, for all things conspiracy and conspiracy. And don't forget to leave a review if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. I think those are the only ones. But, mm-hmm. you know, leave us five stars and uh, and a review, a nice review. Maybe tell us your favorite celebrity who you secretly believe is a reptilian. Yes. I want to read all of your book reports on why you think Mark Zuckerberg is reptile daddy. Yes. <laughs> I'll read everyone. I'll grade them all with red pen and email them back to you. Ooh, if you have a if you have a shame kink, email it in. Yeah, I'm really I would be I would be a professional like I don't know, be mean to person person. Mhm. I would love for somebody to pay me to do that. Same. <laughs> Okay, well, let us know if we can shame you in any way, shape, or form. We'll yeah. do it for a small fee. We'll let you know our Venmo. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Please send me money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we will talk to you guys next time. We promise. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye. I would like to live. I just want to do God's will. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land.